Hey everyone and welcome back to the Living Healthy Podcast presented by LA Fitness. I'm Andrew. And I'm Candace. Did you guys miss us? Uh, we hope you missed us. We've only been gone for about six weeks, maybe two months, but we are back with season two. We're excited for this season. Got a yes, lot of are. really good content lined up uh, to reveal later on. So uh, we're looking forward to that. But this episode in particular is about resolutions of the New Year variety. Uh-oh. Are yeah. you guys ready for that? Are you, are you ready for that? <laughs> are you still doing it? I don't know. Are you ready? <laughs> it's been two weeks. <laughs> Have you stuck to your New Year's resolution? Yeah, we want to know. Uh, our guest for this episode is going to be personal training director uh, Tristan Alleman. We're also going to be revealing our resolutions at the end of the episode. Uh, you Do you want to give a sneak peek of what yours is? It's not too exciting. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Wow, way to pump it up. All right, well, stay tuned all the way through the episode for that. Um, we also are going to be doing two new segments. Both are featuring producer Matt. I don't know how that happened. How did yikes. he swing that? Yeah, yeah, yikes. That's a good way. Yikes. How's this going to go? Um, one of them is called Matt on the Street, where we send him out to talk to people on the street. And the other is the history lesson you never knew you wanted. Uh, this one's on resolutions, and it's how we're going to kick off this episode. So, and I say this with trepidation. Take it away, Matt. So the earliest evidence of any New Year's resolution we can find dates back about 4,000 plus years ago and originates in the form of a Babylonian holiday known as Akitu. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's more fun to say that than any other way I practice. And this was where the people of Babylon attempted to atone for their past mistakes by making promises to their gods to do so. And this typically came in the form of promising to return what they had borrowed from another or paying back debts, something to that effect. Shortly after that, Rome's Julius Caesar, I'm sure you've heard the name, established January 1st as the beginning of the new year. That brought with it a few more traditions. Romans around 46 BC found themselves making sacrifices to the deity Janus to gain better fortune through the coming year. That kind of takes us back from the first evidence of any sort of New Year's resolution to the Common Era. So at the turn of the Common Era, we see the tradition of the New Year's resolution continuing and evolving, first with those same Romans. So in the fourth century, the New Year's resolution is Christianized through the Roman Empire's adoption of Christianity and changing things a little bit. So to keep with this new belief system, instead of sacrificing to one of the many Roman gods, people stop the practice of living sacrifice altogether and resolved to praying and fasting to gain the favor of the single Christian God through the new year. And this pretty much is how it goes until about the 12th century we see the emergence of a more secularized, less religious form of the new year's resolution. This came about in medieval Europe and is known as the Peacock Vow which took place directly after the Christmas season and saw knights ceremoniously renewing their vows to chivalry, which was their knight's code, over a cooked or uncooked peacock. And they would ultimately cook and feast on that peacock later. Finally, the practice of committing to New Year's resolutions, it lands in the United States. So in colonial America, it's the Puritans who take the mantle. They did this by outright abandoning the usual partying that accompanied the celebration of the new year. And instead of all that partying, took that time to reflect on the past, contemplate the present, and physically write out commitments to the new year that revolved around their Puritan belief in charity and the avoidance of sin for the future. This principle was later canonized or adopted into common religious practice by the founder of Methodism, John Wesley, 
And Wesley created a new church service that is still practiced to this day in many forms and is known as the Covenant Renewal or Watch Night Service. This is where worshipers sing, pray, and reflect before renewing their covenant with their God. Now, it's 2019 practice of New Year's resolution making has become pretty much entirely secularized. It's not really a religious thing anymore, unless you practice one of the like the watch night ceremonies or covenant renewal ceremony. And instead of being in service to a few gods or a single god or principle or philosophy, New Year's resolutions typically focus on self-improvement and committing to that same self throughout the new year. And uh, so with that, we have the history lesson you never knew you wanted about New Year's resolutions. Back to you guys. Andrew. Andrew. What? Oh, what? what? Praise Matt. Oh, oh, what? Oh, <laughs> is it something. done? <laughs> oh, it's done. Oh my God, did he, he's done. All right, well, wow, that was, I I remember something about a peacock. Mm-hmm. Was it, there was something, right? I wasn't uh, dreaming that, right? There was something about a peacock. Okay, well, okay. let's just move <laughs> Were on. Were you from listening? That. <laughs> yeah, I was listening. Or did listening. you wake up right before I woke up and you're just no comments? putting it on me? Okay, yeah, I wonder. All right, no, but seriously, uh, that was cool. Thank you, Matt, for giving us that history lesson. And actually, we're going to be hearing more from Matt a little later on in this episode. Uh, but for now, let's bring on our guest to talk resolutions. His name's Tristan Alleman. He's currently a personal training director and he's been with LA Fitness for about four years now. So he's seen a lot of people come through the door and he's seen which types of people actually make it out of that January crowd and stick with their routine. So first of all, welcome to the show, Tristan. Thanks for thanks for having me here. So a uh, first question, are you personally making any resolutions this new year? Um, that's a great question. And what I did is, you know, everyone slacks off no matter if you're in the industry or you're not. You know, we all have times where we're more on our fitness routine right. and times where we slack off a little bit. So I wouldn't call it a resolution. I'd maybe just say I'm recommitting to my fitness plan, right? That's an interesting, I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but that's an interesting take on that. Um, but I want to know, because you see people come through the door, like I said, what are some of the common mistakes you see people make in the gym that don't let them stick to the resolution? Um, one thing I feel like people struggle with is when, whenever you join the gym, um, there's a couple things, right? If, if you're not used to having a good fitness plan or you're not used to working out in the gym, uh, one, it could be intimidating. Right. Uh, yeah. So most people walk in, and especially in January, it, it's super busy in the gyms, right? Um, a lot of people are intimidated. And if you don't know how to use the equipment or the machines, or if you don't know what to do, um, I see a lot of people like that who are super excited about their goals, not able to continue just because the gym is an uncomfortable place for them to go, right? So, you know, if, if you don't know what to do or you feel nervous about it, I definitely recommend, you know, having someone who, who knows what to do, whether that be a trainer, a friend, a coach, um, if you join a group class with friends, just something that makes you feel comfortable. Right. Okay. Yeah. That kind of makes I sense. I was kind of want to just jump in too and say that for people that aren't comfortable, like working out with friends or mm -hmm. you don't feel like you want to approach the personal training area right. yet, you know, because you're still kind of new and nervous. Yeah. Right. You could go on to our blog, um, blog.lafitness.com. Um, there's a whole bunch of articles on there for beginners, um, mm -hmm. specifically like at the new year, we have articles for those that are new joining the gym and they don't know where to begin. Mm -hmm. um, we break down, 
easy exercises so you can kind of put together your own little workout plan using either body weight or if you want to do something more advanced with mm-hmm. you know handheld weights we've got something on there too so it's another right. option yeah. yeah totally yeah there's a lot of resources out there i guess it's about maybe knowing where to go to find those resources so our blog is one um but our d- training department is another bringing a friend i like that idea because mm-hmm. it kind of like it's going to help with the accountability hopefully too but then also you're going into the gym with someone that hopefully has done it also or you kind of can be in that same boat of like let's figure this out together yeah. you know? right right yeah, yeah you don't totally. feel just like you're lonely less intimidated. in this crowd of people yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. everyone seems like they know what they're doing right sure but it's like you're like am i the only one but it's yeah. like other people are in the same boat yeah. well a lot of people act like they know what they're doing too so when you go in the right. gym you know you're not the only one that doesn't know what they're doing right, right. so you know Find, find something that resonates with you that that would make you feel more comfortable with. Right. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that there are specific traits that certain people have that kind of make them more successful when they're sticking to their resolutions? I think so, for sure. Um, one thing I've noticed is is people who, who just immediately are impatient and want to jump to the end goal um, mm-hmm. and, and they have that in their mind and they go to the gym without a plan, they tend to be really excited in the beginning and those are the ones that I see that kind of, you know, fall out after two or three weeks because they're, they're a little bit impatient and they've never put a plan together to get to their goal, hmm. right? The, if, if, you, if you break down your goal, if, for example, if you have 30 pounds to lose, set short-term goals. So you actually have something to keep accountable to. Because right. if you're not hitting 30 pounds, that's easy to say, well, I'm getting there. Right. But if you say, I have to lose a pound this week, that kind of forces you to put an immediate plan together that you can keep yourself accountable to. Hmm. And also when you hit those short-term goals, it, it motivates you. Yeah, they're like mini milestones. Right, you don't need to lose 30 pounds to be excited. Yeah. If you lose two pounds, that's exciting. And that can kind of keep you going. And, and, and next thing you know, a couple months down the road, six, seven, eight months, 30 pounds is off your body. Right. Right. Yeah. So it sounds like one of the traits that makes people successful is being a little more patient with yourself. It, it's not going to happen overnight. And if it does, then likelihood of it is you did some extremely strict um, routine that you might not be able to stick to for the rest of your life. Can't sustain it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, be patient and have a, have a plan. If you don't have a plan, most likely you're not going to be successful. Right. Okay. What do you think of, um, New Year's resolutions almost seem like a forced starting line um, that maybe isn't always in line with a person's motivation. So do you mm-hmm. think it makes more sense to start a resolution, so to speak, when you're actually feeling motivated rather than like, okay, well, it's January 1st, so now I'm going to do it, you know? Right. Like, and then you kind of are setting yourself up for failure because you don't even really care about what you're making a resolution for. Yeah, I agree. For. If, you're not, if you're not emotionally invested and, and serious about it, it doesn't matter if you start in January just because everyone else is, you're probably not going to stick to it. Uh, with that being said, on the flip side of the spectrum, there are people who the timing is right. You know, right. people people tend to reevaluate where they're at, um, you know, physically and, you know, different aspects of their life. Right. At the end of the year. So that could be enough motivation for you to look back at the year and say, wow, you know, I haven't been on track this year. And that could mm. be that emotional driver. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty good point. Um, we actually we wanted to know more actually about how people felt about resolutions. So. Uh, we decided to send our producer, Matt, out onto the street to ask some people some questions, and he produced this first installment of Matt on the Street. So take it away, Matt. So have you guys made New Year's resolutions this year? No, we no. haven't. Not at all. I have. What's your New Year's resolution? Uh, smoke less. Smoke less? Uh, it's to be healthier, um, actually, and uh, I'm actually trying to gain like 25 pounds. So mine was uh, more self-care. So, okay. you know, 
pampering and getting my nails done and working out a little bit more, so. Now, do you think that a lot of people, when they make resolutions, they follow through with them? Most of the time, if you have to set out one day a year to make a resolution, it's because you're doing something further than your reach or trying to do something further than your reach. Would you, why, why do you think that is, John? I don't think people really want it. And so when it comes down to doing hard work to get their goals or to do anything, it's easier just to throw up some floofy thing and then not have any accountability or uh, stick-to-itiveness to it. I think that contrary to popular belief, like people see results and then they're like, oh, this is great. And then they kind of just fall off from there. Like some people follow through with results and they are more motivated by them, but others, Persistence. yeah. Persistence is Persistence, yeah. <laughs> have you made New Year's resolutions before? I have, but when I was younger, they're very complicated to achieve. So, okay. but right now I'm just keeping it simple and I won't be disappointed. What is one of the complicated ones that you had before? Quit sweets. Oh, yeah, that's impossible. That. Have you made a resolution before that you didn't maybe follow through with? Yeah. 100%. I've done that probably every year of my life. Good. All right, and there you have it. We have some hopeful resolutions, some non-existent resolutions, and then some realistic goals masquerading as resolutions. That's it for me out here on the street. Back to you guys in the studio. Thanks for that, Matt. That was actually pretty great for your first Matt on the street segment. Well, job well done. <laughs> so turning back to Tristan now, Everyone sets these resolutions for themselves. And of course, some people are going to have slight slip ups, you know, right. setbacks. And I feel like a lot of people just completely give up right. on it right. once that happens. Uh -huh. So what are some ways to kind of keep yourself motivated mm -hmm. so that you don't feel like a failure because, right. you know, you've you've messed up on your diet or you've messed up on your fitness routine? Sure. Yeah, totally. Um, so we have a bunch of trainers at my club, right? Some Some of my trainers stick to their routine and you couldn't pay them to get off their routine, right? The truth is the majority of people aren't that way, right? We're not fitness competitors. We're just trying to lose some weight or, or get healthy or get in better shape. And for me, you know, I, I don't stick to my diet or, or my fitness routine. Um, I'm very far from it, actually, right? Here's the thing. When you slip up, it's, it's if you think about, let, let's just say like a, a real practical example. Someone sets out a nutrition plan for the week and they have one bad meal, mm -hmm. right? The average person, if you break it down, eats three meals a day. That's, you know, 21 meals. If you mess up one out of 21 and then you stop the whole rest of the week, right. that doesn't make sense, right? right. Um, the, the key is just to keep, to keep recommitting yourself and, and don't beat yourself up if you, if you miss one or two. Just know that it takes time to build habits. Mm -hmm. And if you're, if, you're, if you're not used to these habits, it might take a month or two or three months, right? But everyone's going to progress at their own at their own pace. Just because someone else is progressing faster, finding it easier than you, doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong. It might mean that it just might take you a little bit more time to get in your groove. Right. And that's okay too. And some people just need to experiment with what type of fitness routine works for them. Mm -hmm. Just because you're not sticking to it, maybe it doesn't make sense for your lifestyle. Maybe you're overcommitting your time. So maybe you need to find a more effective way to use your time. Maybe that's why you're not committing to it. Right. It's, yeah. not, it's not always just, you know, you're the problem, you're the problem. Maybe you just need to switch one or two things. That's something about uh, resolutions, I feel like, is you're adding another responsibility into your right. life, another deadline to your mm -hmm. life when it's already packed with so many. So I wonder if one of the issues is people, you're just adding on to the pile rather mm -hmm. than you need to now shift priorities. Like right. shift your, like you need to drop a responsibility somewhere else in order to add this new one so yeah. that you're not just overwhelming yourself. I find it hard 
for, for people to take things out of their life, right? Yeah, everyone, right. everyone seems like everything's a priority. Right. Nowadays. It's true. Um, yeah. I think one thing that can help with that is because when people start their, their resolutions and they start their goals, once they actually get in the day to day, all they're thinking about is the day to day. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about, oh, I got to eat this. Oh, I got to, I'm tired after work, right? Oh, I don't want to wake up early in the morning. But all of a sudden they forget about what, what made them start. They, they lose that track of, you know, the end goal that's in mind. Right. You know, because if it's a priority, you're going to have to, as uncomfortable as it is, you're going to have to figure out how to put some type of routine together. Right. So I think the main thing that helps with that is just keeping that end goal in mind and why you started in the first place. Right. Right. And going back to the idea of like why people sometimes slip up once and then that's, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's over. I feel like sometimes people treat their resolution like a, like in a video game where it's like you have one life and as soon as you mess right. up, it's like start the <laughs> level over again. It's right. like run from the beginning and people are like, well, I don't want to start this over again. So they just stop where it's yeah. like, it's not, it's not like that. Like you just, it's more of going back to that idea of separating resolutions from goals. Yeah resolutions have such a long like um track it seems like a full year whereas like a yeah. goal can be more flexible it sure. seems like so can you talk about that like the difference between resolutions and goals yeah i mean i think when when i at least for me personally when i hear the word resolution i think of the word like resolve like making a decision like this is it right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean when you make a resolution I think that's a time where you're like, you know what? I'm done with this. I can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't live like this anymore. Right? right. I think that's really a resolution when the day where you say, all right, the buck stops here. Right. 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 Now you're resolving to, to, to do something different. A goal is more something that you have that, that is positive to look forward it's to. Aspirational. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's personally what I think. Right. So you can make a resolution in August if you want to, you can, right. you can make a resolution the day you decide that, okay today's the day, right? Mm-hmm. Right. A goal is something maybe you set out in the future that, that you're shooting towards. And that's kind of what I think about the difference between a resolution and an actual goal. A uh, quick little tip too. I think that it's important that people surround themselves with what they want, with people that are looking to improve the same areas of their lives that they're looking to improve. So yeah. say you want to start eating healthier in the mm-hmm. new year, maybe try surrounding yourself with people that are eating healthier or they know how to meal prep and so they can teach you or people that right. go to the gym more. Um, it's just so important to kind of have that network because mm-hmm. it does remind you on the days when life gets mm-hmm. busy or you're tired or you just don't remember like why you're doing this or right. you want to give up, you know, right. having that network is so important. Yeah, I, th- I totally agree with that. We found sure. that, I think we found that a lot when we talk to people that participate in group fitness classes, that uh-huh. that really is a big driver and motivator for them is that they go to this class, they don't know anyone, but they meet these people and these people become like super good friends that they look forward to seeing every week. Right. And they're all heading towards this positive goal. And that does seem to help a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with that. Do you see, um, what are kind of some of the maybe signs that maybe a resolution is wavering or you're getting dangerously close to giving up do you see that in people where you see the train slowly coming to right. a stop and, and what can you do to reverse that um, so a lot of it is kind of like your mindset and your perspective as well um, you know you got to get the you get it, it takes discipline to get a little bit of results right you just need a little bit of discipline right you got to stay consistent for some amount of time whether right. it be a week or two till you can start seeing progress once right. you start to see progress then right. then it kind of carries you through but you know, whenever you're, whenever you're failing or you're struggling or, you know, you're, you're being too hard on yourself. I think that's, that's one of the main things that, that 
cause people to quit hmm. whenever so, so what can you do about that though if you're if you're frustrated with your routine then does that mean you need to change your routine or you need to try like what's a different approach so what i do with my clients is we start with something small that's easy to commit to if you find yourself frustrated and and not able to stick to your routine what is something that you know you can commit to because that's going to build you know after maybe drink three water bottles a day something simple like that right. four water bottles a day you do that for three or four days in a row. What that does to yourself is, you know, in your head where you're going to go is I can stick to something. Right. I can commit mm -hmm. to something. Right. I, and then you start to build a little bit of momentum. So if you're frustrated every day, I would probably say start start with something small. Commit to it for three to four days after you feel comfortable with that. Add something else. And over time, it's like a muscle. Right. You have to build the muscle of discipline. Right. But you don't go huh. from day one to bodybuilder. Right. Yeah. You start huh. little by little. Right. That's a really good way to look at yeah. it. Mm -hmm. The baby step approach. <laughs> right. Some people like the give me it all at once. And some people like the baby step. Mm -hmm. I've seen both work. I guess you got to just figure out what's going to keep you going. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so do you think that social media is so prevalent nowadays? Mm -hmm. Do you think that social media has impacted people's goals and resolutions in either a positive or negative way? Because I feel yeah. like with all of the fitness influencers out there, there's people constantly posting like their selfies at the gym. Right, right. Do you think that holds them more accountable or do you think that kind of does the opposite? Well, I think it does both. Um, on the negative aspect, you have people that are, um, you know, one thing about social media that I heard, it's a saying, I forget exactly how it goes, but what you do is everyone posts the best version of themselves on social media. And then when people look at it, they compare their worst version with other people's best version. Uh -huh. And I feel like that could be damaging to people's self-esteem, mm -hmm. especially in fitness, right? It right. doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, when you see people in much better shape than you and they make it look so easy and, right. and you're struggling to just stick to something small, that can kind of be deflating for some people. Right. Um, I think in that aspect, you know, it, it's obviously negative. Um, but you do see a lot of people, you know, different companies or, or different groups or just different people in general that, you know, that are there truly trying to motivate, inspire. And I think people give a lot of practical tips on social media too. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of, you know, accountability with friends and, and challenges and things like that. Right. Um, so in that aspect, I think it could be a good thing. I kind of think that when it comes to resolutions, there's like two different tracks. There's like you either are resolving to do something or you're resolving to stop doing something. Sure. <laughs> I wonder which one is easier. What do you think, Candace? Which one do you think is easier between doing something or stopping something? Uh, I, I think it's easier to stop doing something, but that's just speaking from personal experience. I'm mm -hmm. like, there's certain years where I've wanted to, I don't know, cut out eating out so much. So mm -hmm. it's been easier to cut that out and be like, I'm just going to cook at home more. Um, right. When I want to add something to my life and try to make the resolution to do something I'm not used to doing. Um, that I, I need to put a little bit more effort into. I you guess already I kind of have fall. so much going on that I, I can't even imagine adding yeah. anything for you. Yeah, cutting out. I found the same thing. Like, I think a couple of years ago, I decided, I was like, all right, I'm going to stop eating chips. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, and I like just got that last bag in right before midnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And it was, it was salt and vinegar and uh, so good. But, uh, but then I, I cut it out and I actually was able to go like nine months until I got to a point wow. where I was just like, I was like, okay, this is, I, have succeeded i no longer crave it but like if it's there i wasn't like like it was a tempting thing in front of me so mm -hmm. um, but i think cutting out versus adding something in is easier to do and mm -hmm. i wonder 
you know, people that are starting a fitness routine, it's like they're, they are adding something in. And that's why I bring up that idea of if you're adding something onto the pile, maybe you do need to look at where you can cut something out Mm -hmm. or shift your focus because fitness does have to become a priority. Like you are trying to build a lifestyle through the resolution. Mm -hmm. Like the resolution isn't the end goal. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's to create this healthy lifestyle that carries you through. Right. So I think like considering that, like maybe you need to actually cut something out and not add more onto it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but so what can people do to kind of change their thinking? Cause we've talked about some ideas, but what do you think Tristan people can do to change their thinking about resolution so that it's not the 15th time that they failed at people it? who have that mindset of, you know, I'm going to make this a lifestyle change rather than I'm going to get to this certain pound by this very short date. They tend to have better results with resolutions. Um, I think that if, if you are going to make a resolution, which I think most people are, right, make a resolution and a commitment to yourself that you won't quit on your plan no matter what, and you're going to figure out the way that works for you, no matter mm. if that takes a month, a week, a couple months, because that's the way you're going to have a long-term success you know, throughout, the, throughout your life, right? Figure right. out something that works for you. Resolve to figure out a fitness plan or a workout plan that gets you results that you enjoy. And I think that that's the best way to get the best results. Mm. I like that. A resolution to keep trying, essentially. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. The first one of the season is done. Uh, But before we get out of here, I promised everyone something very special at the end of this episode. And I'm sure Candice is about to deliver the goods. Uh Uh, (laughs) She hyped it up. Remember, (laughs) are you making any resolutions this year, Candice? I am. I am. Um, I want to save more so that I can travel more this year. Okay, that's yeah. a pretty good one. All right. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I am going to take Tristan's approach and I'm going to recommit myself um, to my fitness and nutritional goals. Uh, this last year, I had probably one of the most successful years of my life. And so Yay. I just want to continue that trend into the new year. I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so thanks everyone for listening. If you liked what you heard and you want to check out our other podcast episodes, you can find them archived on the blog, blog.lafitness.com, uh, along with some other great in-depth nutritional and fitness information. You can also subscribe to our podcast. That way you get alerted when we have a new episode go up, which, by the way, happens every other Monday. It could be the best part of your Monday. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Make your Monday better with the Living Healthy Podcast. Uh, We hope your last year was a good one, but we hope this next one is even better. So see you in two weeks, and we'll see you in the gym.